Can you remember the TV shows and the radio broadcasts that you wouldn't miss? Well, tonight, we're going to retune into some of those classics. Welcome to another episode of the Voices from the North East podcast. Welcome to the podcast, people. Hello everybody, welcome back to the show. It's lovely to sit down and talk to you again. Tonight we are going to be talking to Neil and Eleanor about the TV and the radio programs that have stayed the test of time in your memory. And I think there's loads in this that people will relate to. So I'm not going to talk for too long. There's everything from your childhood television to your teenage radio listens and even a couple of things that used to frighten the living daylights out of you. So, without further ado, get comfortable, get set for some giggles as well, because this is Neil and Eleanor. Well, the only radio I can ever remember um, watching when I was uh, watching, you cannot watch radio. Well, you can, Uh, but it's boring. (laughs) (laughs) Listen to was Radio Luxembourg. Oh, do set the scene for us. Yes, well, that started late at night, so obviously I was uh, like a teenager then. Mm. So probably about 10 o'clock I should, would start, and it went on till 3 a.m., but obviously I couldn't stop awake till 3 a.m. Um, but it was a, 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 a station that was a pirated station, Oh, is this one of the ones out in the middle of the uh, in the sea on a boat? Well, well, it had to be broadcast from abroad. Ah, okay. Yes, rather than in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, it was. It was but it, it had. That was in the middle of the North Sea. No, that was. Uh... Caroline. Never met Caroline. That's yours. What oh, you that, used oh, to. Oh, that's me. That's you. I didn't interfere with you, Gideon. <laughs> Uh, but it played the music I liked, you know. Right, yeah. Um, uh, which was very good. Uh, that's about the only radio I can remember in them days. Now, TV was different. I know radio was very short there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you off. Well, well, I mean, it was like Elvis Presley and, and Roy Orbison and, and you know... Um, Oh, what are um, the ones was that quite a few? Yeah, Dusty they're, Springfield. They're more than well-known singers, you can't remember. The, the, well, <laughs> well, yes, I have. That was quite a lot. Buddy <laughs> <laughs> Holly. Buddy <laughs> Holly. Holly, yes, I have. Buddy Holly. <laughs> the Ink Spots. Jim Reeves. Jim Reeves. And what about the TV then, Eleanor? What can you remember from the TV? The TV, well, when I was quite small, was Watch With Mother. So what year were we talking Watch With Mother? Early 50s. All right. Yes. uh Yes. So I would have been about, well, I was born in 50, so it was the early 50s that started. And it was in black and white, and it would open up with a flower. 
it was like a flower on the on the screen. Mm -hmm. And the watch with mother and the petals. Uh -huh. And uh, it was in black and white, obviously. And but you used to get Andy Pandy. Oh yes, Andy which, Pandy. Yes, which were like pup puppets. Andy Pandy, Looby Loo. <laughs> um, you also had Bill and Ben, the flower pot men. Yeah. With, with, yeah, with weed. Because <laughs> that yes. was the, 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 the weed. The weed always had a conversation with the weed. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ragtag and Bobtail, which were obviously a program about little bunny rabbits, you know. Um, uh, okay. Which was a story, and the wooden top family, which were wooden tops, obviously, but there were <laughs> mom, dad, and you know, uh, sister, brother, and things like that, and that was the wooden tops. So it was very good. Um, they were quite good. I used to enjoy watching that. Uh, you had also, um, I can remember, champion the wonder horse. Oh. Champion the Wonder Horse. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how you remember some. Isn't it? Um, yes, themes of song, uh, songs from the shows. And it was a, 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 obviously a Wonder Horse, which was befriended by a, a, a young boy. And Ricky he, North. Ricky North. Oh, Ricky. Ricky North. Ricky North. Ricky North was a young boy. Yes. Got the horse befriended. Can you hear Neil? I can, oh, he... I can always hear Neil. Don't you worry. Yes. <laughs> He's busy chomping on his uh, eating mess because he couldn't get his uh, cream whipped. <laughs> 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 yes. Um, and, of course, the horse helped him. It was a bit like Lassie. Ah, uh, um, okay. But we a horse. That type that, yes. And that you, you used to... Uh, save people and things like that and used to save him things if something happened they would warn him if something was happening no it was it was it was nice mm. very friendly nothing nasty uh you know yeah not, not a like scary one no no definitely not um oh, also um dr finley's case book all right now so now that's been made a few times for tv so which when when are you thinking for that program that probably was in the uh 60s i would have thought 60s okay. yeah cuz yeah. i i was older then so 60s early 70s and it was in black and white mm. um and obviously dr finley it was to do with the doctor surgery and things like that and they were scottish so, Doctor Finley's case is that the version then that had, um, oh, she went on to be the wife in One Foot in the Grave. Was she in in the original? Or I wonder uh, if she was in the later version. She might have been in the later version. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Anything else then that we can remember watching? Um. Oh dear me. Huckleberry Hound. Yeah. Hannah Barbera. And mm. the black and white menstrual show. Oh. Yes. That Quite was controversial, really. 
Well, it was, yes. But it was started in the 57-ish, I think. Uh, and obviously it was a bit controversial, but in them days you never thought of anything like that. No. Um, and there were singers that would block my face up and they would sing like um, country songs, songs from shows, mm. um, music hall songs. They were very, actually very good singers. Really good. Used to enjoy that. It was like a variety. Yeah. Thing. Okay. Um, uh, the good old days was a, another one. That was a variety show, uh, which was started in the fifties. But I wouldn't have been watching it till sixty-ish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, when I got a bit older, and that was uh, the did different. They had different people doing different acts. You had a comedian, you had a singer, okay. um, uh, acrobats, things like that. And you had a man, uh, I can't remember his name. Can you remember his name, Neil? No, he, he stood in like a, it wasn't a pulpit, but that type of shape of, of thing. Um, and he would, had a hammer in. Um, it was the MC. Yeah, he was the MC, and he used to do, ladies and gentlemen, for your <laughs> titillation now, we have the, you know, and he used to do uh, right. a bit like that, when he was introducing the act, okay. um, which was which was very good, because it, there again, the, the comedy was funny, uh, the acrobats and singers. And what was the TV things. show called? It was the good old days. The good old days. Oh. Yes. Um, I can remember he had a, a moustache, but I cannot remember the name of him, for goodness sake. Um, but he always came up with these long words, you know, like for your titillation and things <laughs> like that. And <laughs> it was really good. Um, so I think, well, that's about... There was various other things, Rin Tin Tin, uh, which was about a, um, a German Shepherd dog who helped people, the same a bit like Lassie and things like that. Rin Tin Tin. Um, I've heard the Rin name. Tin, yeah. yes. Um, Noddy. Noddy, Noddy. and Biggie, oh. yes. <laughs> so they, they, they were good programmes, obviously, for children. Um I love Lucy. Now that was an American one. Oh uh, yes, that was Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz, yeah. who was her husband. Um, and it was like a a comedy show. Yeah. Um, that did like um, uh, what was it? Um, Well, you you're, you're stumped again. I know. Yeah, I can. I can see. You can like see it. A, in, you can see yeah. her in her apron and everything, can't you? You can. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. They had like a scene of a house, uh, living yeah. in the, the house and things like that, and it was quite funny. And and they did daft things and that because Lucy, uh, Lucy Ball was a comedian, come singer and things like that. Yeah. Um. So that was very good as well. Um, 
And I think that's about it. I thought I, I think I've spoken with. You've spoken yourself out. <laughs> I have, yes. I've talked myself out. <laughs> so I shall pass it on to Neil now with his things that I can remember. Go for it. Okay. Right. dogs. Bye, Paul. Bye bye now. Hello, podcast. Hello, Neil. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing very well, actually. I've just finished me eating mess. Oh, yes. Did you make yeah. a mess or is it so gone in all right? Perfectly done, perfectly done. Now, my recollection, recollection uh, of TV and radio, well, I was born very young next to my mother. <laughs> I, remember, I remember it as if it was 71 years ago. And we... Uh, we never had uh, a TV in our house. Uh, no, no, it was worse than that, Paul, I'm afraid. We never had a TV in our house till I probably was about nine or ten. Now, in those days, us kids, when we were small, we played outside in the street. Mm. And, and to be fair, I don't think we ever missed the TV or the radio till we got a bit older. I certainly remember on Saturday mornings, all the kids in the street used to go to the chap at the end, the other gable end of where we lived in Woodall Road. And we used to all sit around the TV and he would put on the cartoon channel. Oh, wow. <laughs> and would be allowed to sit in there for an hour and watch the cartoons. <laughs> I mean, the, the problem was, of course, in them days, there was only BBC. Yes. And even that, the hours were quite strange because it wasn't on all day and all night. No, no, not back then. Not back then. And so we were lucky just to be able to go along and see the matinee. Of course, after that, if we're really lucky, we'll go to the pictures in the afternoon. But of course, we've already spoke about that. <laughs> um, so Saturdays was a real treat, watching the telly at this chap's house. Radio, I, I cannot really remember very much about the radio when I was small, um, I have a sneaking feeling that I can remember when the day the day war broke out. Yeah, I remember it well. <laughs> I was I was sitting chopping sticks in bed with me dad, and uh, yeah, chopping and feeding the bed. pigeons. Yeah, yeah, I remember it well, Paul. No, um, we didn't. Um, I cannot say what, what actually had a radio. I cannot ever remember, like you see on the old black and white yeah, yeah. things, where the family sat around the radio listening. To be fair, and maybe it's just my memory gun, whoever you are, um, that I, I can't remember sitting around the the TV or the or the radio with the family listening to a particular. Um, favourite programme. I do remember my mum and dad used to, if we popped into the house um, for anything on a Sunday afternoon, they would listen to programmes like Round the Horn. Oh, okay. Now, uh, they were comedy programmes. Um, very, very well written, I rem if I remember rightly. Mm -hmm. Very very much ahead of that time, I think they were, but very, very funny. 
but I, I do yeah see it. one of my favorite sports and <laughs> this is this is i think where where i got me um me talent from as a ventriloquist <laughs> now i know i know your listeners can't see me lips moving but actually i am speaking without moving my lips right now but one of the one of the best programs and it really did capture britain's imagination and that was Peter Bruff, the radio ventriloquist. <clears throat> and, radio I'm sure, ventriloquist. and I'm sure your, your viewers remember his puppet, Archie Andrews. Now, this was in the 1950s. Oh, my goodness, me! And this guy got away with being a ventriloquist on the radio for years. <laughs> And, oh he my used to, and he used to sit with a puppet on his knee and he would speak without moving his lips, which seemed a bit ludicrous. Bear in mind, nobody could see him anyway. Um, <laughs> and he, he, was, he was an excellent ventriloquist, actually. Peter Brough with Archie Andrews, uh, which, of course, leads on to the TV, Lenny the Lion. Oh. Now, I cannot, I cannot remember who stuck his hand up, Lenny. Lenny the Lion. Must have been uh, brave. But he was, oh, that was uproar. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's let me cut, of course. Uh, the uh, Yeah, Lenny the Lion, it was good. Um, I mean, Ellen, I just touched on Muff, Muff and the Mule. Um, but all, all puppets, unlike Pixar of today, you mm. could actually see the strings. Yes, yes, yes. You know, there was no, they weren't trying, these were puppets. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it was very good. Now, one of the, for me, one of the best TV programs going back a long way was the Telegoons. Oh, the Go- as in the Goon Show? Well, the Goon Show was on the radio. Ah, right. So it was a TV version of that. Okay. And it was a TV type version of the Goon Show. It was the Telegoons. Uh-huh. Um, and they had they had puppets of uh, Neddy Seagoon and all them, and they were all voiced by the same people. Uh-huh. Yeah, and if they had they had people walking across the sand, but you couldn't see them, and all you could see was the footprints appearing in the sand, and it was supposed to be somebody walking across the sand, but you could see where they just lowered the lowered the floor on the thing, and the sand sank. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Um, Later on, of course, I was, um, as I say, we didn't we didn't watch a lot of TV, but Sunday nights, I don't know if your listeners can remember, Quater Mass and the Pit. Ooh. And it was scary, let me tell you. <laughs> it was absolutely scary. When you were 11, 12-year-old, so like in the 60s, early All 60s. All right, yeah. Sunday night, I think seven o'clock or seven thirty, just after Hancock's half hour with Tony Hancock. So we used to watch Tony Tony Hancock Sunday night, seven o'clock, then half past seven, quit a mass and the pit. And that was it was that scary. I can still remember it. Um, and we used to. I remember as kids, we used to hide. 
We used to hide behind the settee when Quaker Master Pit came on. And it was a series. It lasted about whoa, 20 weeks, half right. an hour. Yeah, so yeah. It, it was scary. And of course, after that, half past seven, eight o'clock, it was bedtime. Because mm. children had bedtime in them days. And Sunday, yeah. Monday morning, school days, so we had to be in bed. But it was Quaker Mass in the pit. That's, that scarred me, that. Scarred really you. Did. Yeah, I've had a therapy for that for years. Oh, <laughs> but I'm starting to get over it now. Good. Oh, Zed Cars. Yeah, that's where I learned to put my life on the line, Zed Cars. <laughs> um, the, the thing is, with Zed Cars, whenever you saw them in the, in the Ford Zephyr, that they didn't, you could tell it didn't have a windscreen in. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. So when they were filming them, you could see, you could see the people and there was their windscreen. <laughs> and also the classic thing of they just wobbled the wheel from side to side to drive. That, that's exactly <laughs> it, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, good programmes. Dixon and Doug Green. Dixon and Doug oh, Green, yes. I was just going to say that because Zed Cars was... Was Zed Cars you know, a spin-off from that or the other way around? I can never quite remember. Uh, 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 Jack, Jack Warner, Dixon and Doug Green, black and white. They were all, they were, all them programmes were pretty negative, actually. Black oh, and white. Oh, oh, oh. Elna, Elna start, you know, since she stopped speaking to you, she's remembering all these things now. And comes flooding us, back, comes flooding she's, back. She's telling us what to say. <laughs> I yeah. just remembered them, yeah. So, yeah, the, and ooh. Uh, but that was the days when you used to blow your whistle as well. Oh, yes, I used to blow my whistle. If I, if I needed my life saving, I had to blow my whistle. I had to get my whistle out and blow it. But that's <laughs> another story for another day, Paul. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and I can always remember when we were kids, me and my brother could watch like Blue Peter or whatever was on at five o'clock. Mm-hmm. But as soon as I'd finished, of course, me and my brother were fighting and, and, and clotting on and what have you. But as soon as the news started at six o'clock, I could always remember my dad saying, Quiet, it's the news. And now I, and now I seem to say the same thing. I said the same thing to my kids. <laughs> Quiet, six o'clock. I want to. I want to hear the news. <laughs> yeah, the news. <laughs> so, uh, um, but yeah, considering it was such a, a big thing, I, can, I honestly can't remember when we did get a TV in our house mm. when, when we were kids. Now you would you would think that would be a thing that would stick in your memory, but nah. Mm-hmm. As I say, in them days, we're nearly always outside. Well, that's that's yeah, that's that's definitely the case. We've covered that on all some of the other programs. You were doing that many things in the streets. Yeah, you only came in for one or two programs rather than sitting in front of the TV all day binging a program like people do now. Yeah, Yeah. and then of course every night when uh, when the BBC closed down, they played "God Save the Queen." Indeed, and I can remember my mum and dad, me and my brother, always used to stand up. To attention when God Save the Queen came on at nine o'clock and it closed down. Yeah. And then and then the little clock thing came on and it went to the little black dot and that was the end. Do you remember listening to Radio Luxembourg or Radio Caroline? If you do, here's a little bit of a treat for you. Casting on 
208 meters in the medium wave, 1440 kHz AM, the power 1.3 million watts. This is the English service of Radio Luxembourg. Our programs commence in just a moment, and they'll continue until 3 a.m. in the United Kingdom. We hope you'll stay with us, because Radio Luxembourg rocks Great Britain. Great Britain. Great Britain. Weren't they fab jingles? Well, I hope they took you back. I imagine many of you listening suddenly had flashbacks to being uh, hidden under the duvet, keeping your transistor radio just loud enough to be able to hear it so mum and dad didn't realise you were staying up late listening to that rock music. (laughs) And I say that because I know for a fact that's what my mum says she used to do. We covered that in one of the earlier podcasts. And what about those TV shows? I mean, Andy Pandy... Bill and Ben, and Neil's reminiscence there, Quatermass and the Pit. I was right, they're coming down by the hundreds, get Hall. Listen, listen very carefully. If you ever hear a sound like this, run for your life. Run, run before it is too late, for if you stay, you will lose your soul. Coming closer, closer, closer is an enemy from outer space. Do you all remember Quatermass in the Pit? Was it as frightening as they say? By the looks of things, it was late 1950s, the more popular version was on the TV which was makes it a bit of a pre-runner to uh, Doctor Who although Doctor Who was aimed at the family and Quatermass was definitely aimed at adults back then so um, and I believe even Hammer Horror made a movie version of it m- many years later so some of you might be remembering that version as well and fun fact Sir John Mills played Quatermass in one of the TV adaptations of it fantastic well i hope that has brought back some lovely memories for you all i hope all of you listening are going to go away and have conversations with friends and family now about those classic tv shows that you remember or those radio programs i love the idea of a radio ventriloquist i mean that is just brilliant what you're not going to see the lips move there are you um and champion the wonder horse you know precursor to lassie hope people remember that Hancock's Hancock's Half Hour with Tony Hancock. That was huge. I mean, as far as TV shows go, I even am aware that that was a really big program. And Sid James of the Carry On Films, um, I'm pretty certain, made his name in in Hancock's Half Hour because uh, Tony Hancock had a bit of a falling out with him over the fact that he was becoming quite popular in Tony Hancock's show. I, I could be remembering that wrong, but I'm sure I remember reading that somewhere. So... 
As always, I hope that's been a pleasant walk down memory lane for everybody. Before we go tonight, I just wanted to say a huge, huge thank you to all of the regular listeners and all of our new listeners out there, because as of tonight's show, we are passing the 800 listens mark, you know, which for which for a very personal lockdown social history project is absolutely wonderful and and it's just I'm so so pleased thank you very much for listening and thank you for those people that get in touch with that said those that get in touch I'd like more people to get in touch so here's a reminder of the different ways you can get in touch with the show you can send an email to me at podcast northeast at gmail.com I'll repeat that it's podcastnortheast at gmail.com. And you could send me an email with a story that's been inspired by the show, you know, a memory that's come up based on any of the episodes you've heard. But you could also just send me an email to say that you're enjoying listening to the show. That would be equally as welcomed. Also, you can get in touch with the show through the links I share on Facebook. So if you're somebody who regularly listens to the show because you've clicked through from Facebook, you probably clicked through on a link that came up with lots of different options. And that's called our link tree page. And one of the options right at the top was leave a message for the show. So if you click back at that again, you can press that button. And if you're using your phone, then brilliant. Just like a phone call, you can record a voicemail message for me. Leave me your name and your email address. And then if I use it in a show, it'll automatically send you an email to say, hey, there's a new show coming out and you're on it. And that'd be cool. All right. Thank you again to everyone who's listening. Thank you for those that are sharing the show. Tell your friends about it. Tell them to search for Voices from the Northeast podcast. They'll find it in Google dead easy. Or send them the link that you clicked on and tell them to listen to it. it gives you something to talk about. <laughs> All right. Stay safe and well, everybody. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure talking to you, and I will talk to you again very, very soon. sound clips used in this episode are all done so under the terms of fair use. If you want to find full clips of that, you'll see that in the show notes, I have linked you to the YouTube videos or other places online that you can find those full versions of those clips. Thanks again.